And there's a, a football player, Austin Lewis, played up in that area. And then he, he played at Liberty. And now he plays defensive lineman at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing all through high school. Would drive down to work out specifically at D1 just to train on Saturdays. Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a great opportunity for a lot of people, a lot of kids getting in those great workouts. Because I know D1 is very high level and very competitive. So I'm definitely getting that up here would be, I think it would be great for Jump City. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's called No Playbook, and it's brought to you by D1 Training. I'm Casey, and on this show, we interview the coaches, players, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life in East Tennessee. If it's your first time checking out the podcast, go check out some of my past episodes. I've had some great athletes on the show, uh, but I want to go ahead and give you a teaser for my next episode coming up uh, next week. I'm going to interview one of the absolute best Lady Vols athletes of all time. Seriously, take a second. Just just kind of close your eyes if you're not driving. Think about maybe the top three Tennessee Lady Vols athletes that you can even think of. I guess next week, it's one of those three ladies you just thought about. Now, looking at this episode, I've really started doing these kind of young athlete highlights featuring some outstanding high school athletes in the area. Uh, they're always so interesting, too. Today, really zooming in on the uh, Tri-Cities area in East Tennessee, Megan Burleson. She joins the show. She was a soccer player at Science Hill High School, uh, and she's the all-time leading scorer, not not just by a goal or two. She kind of even ran the score up on that record there at Science Hill. She joins the show to talk about her high school playing experience and also what her, her past few months have been like, as she's already enrolled at ETSU as a soccer player, so she's gotten to be a part of that training program. And I always think it's cool to hear from athletes that can speak to you know the differences between a high school training program and a college training program, because she's literally seen both of those in, in the same school year. Hey, so D1 Training, coming to the Tri-Cities here in East Tennessee. We're really excited about that. The facility is going in where the old reel-to-reel building was. And it's going to open up later this summer. At D1, we offer personal training, team training, youth developmental programs, adult boot camp classes, so much more. And we're even helping with a few summer camps this year. You can learn all about those. There's a lacrosse camp, a basketball camp, uh, I think a soccer one as well. It's uh, Follow us on Instagram to learn about those details at D1 Tri-Cities. Now, I want to go ahead and get to my interview with Megan Burleson. But first, uh, I've got a recorded message from Tennessee football player, former Tri-Cities area standout athlete, Dane Davis. He's put on a football camp with us in June uh, there in the Tri-Cities area. And he's bringing lots of his uh, current Tennessee teammates up to help him with the camp. This is Dane Davis on No Playbook. Hey guys, it's Tennessee offensive lineman and Sullivan East alumni, number 66, Dane Davis. I'm excited to be headed back to Bluff City for my second annual Dane Davis football camp at East with friends like Joe Milton, Squirrel White, and Cooper Mays, and many others. I hope to bring a fun, competitive, and skill-based learning camp to the kids in my community, sponsored by D1 Tri-Cities. Through my teammates and other coaches, kids will be able to test their skills and receive real testing numbers for things like 40-yard dash, 5-10-5, and L-drill. This is a great opportunity for kids to not only have some fun and grab a few autographs from some of their favorite balls, but to also gain valuable skills in the game of football to take home and better their craft. On top of all that, each camper that attends camp will receive a free month of training at D1 Tri-City, scheduled to open in Johnson City, September 2023. To register, you can visit eventbrite.com and search Second Annual Dane Davis Football Camp. Grades K-6 through session is from 10 a.m. to noon. Autograph sessions from noon to 1, followed by grades 7-12 through 12 from 1 to 3. 
all taking place on June 24th at Sullivan East High School. Come out and join us for an action-packed day full of fun and competition. Go Vols! So you just graduated high school, right? But you've been student for, for three, four months at ETC? Uh, yeah, so I, I graduated in December, so I had all my credits in high school that I needed. Graduated in December, but I'll walk actually on Saturday for high school. But I graduated and then started school in January with ETSU. Did I took 15 hours, I think, of school and then got all that out of the way. So now I'm ready just for the fall semester. Was that weird being a student? I know a lot of kids do that, especially athletes do that. But. Yeah, not really. Um, I knew a lot of kids at ETSU just because they were taking like dual enrollment classes. So, I mean, it wasn't really, I mean, not really unfamiliar, but. Definitely, definitely a new like area that I had to adapt to. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. One of the, uh, I mean, one of the best players in soccer for Science Hill history. Ninety three goals. Talk about that high school playing experience for you. Um. So it went by really fast, and like in my opinion, but um, definitely had some great memories along the way. Um, it's freshman year is probably my best year, just because of the group of seniors that I was with. Um, there was 10 of 10 or 11 of them. They all went and played in college. So definitely a fun group of girls to play with. Um, senior year was good. We didn't end up with the best outcome that we would have hoped for. I mean, losing in sub state was definitely a heartbreaker, but still had a lot of fun there. Um, definitely getting my 93 goals though was like the highlight of my senior year. Um, but I couldn't have done it without like my teammates. They all supported me throughout the way. Um, and when I got my 93rd goal, they all rushed the field. They got me the ball. So that's in our trophy case in the um, in our gym. So that's definitely fun to have. So goal 93 was the, the record breaker? No, it was 85. Um, I can I kept scoring. So we played DB, which is DB's our rival. And so we had kind of like let it up to like if I score in this game, then I beat the record and beat it against our rivals. So that's what we were looking forward to. Um, so 85 was beating the record. So that's what's on the ball. We were looking to get a new ball and put it in the trophy case. It says 93, but 85 was the right. I, I beat it when I got 85 goals. Well, you scored 32 in your junior year alone. Mm-hmm. I read that. I would imagine that that's when your recruiting probably skyrocketed, yeah. right? Yeah. And definitely a lot with travel as well with ECNL. So that definitely played a huge part in my recruiting process. Who's the ECNL club you play with? FC Alliance. Got it. Are you going to be a part of the uh, 865 Alliance? Not this, this year. I played last year for Tennessee Force. I'm not playing this year just because a lot of the game schedule didn't work with graduation. And we're taking a family vacation this year because we haven't been able to take one in like six years. So it's mm-hmm. like going into college, getting a family vacation. In. And then I also I got in our last game against Lee. Um, I got a high ankle sprain. So I'm still kind of dealing with that right now. So it wasn't really like in my option to play this year. I would love to, yeah. but I'm really focusing on just like training, getting ready for the fall season. Got it. So in your, your training and, and preparing for everything, you have been traveling to Knoxville though, right? Yeah. Uh, I travel. I switched to Knoxville when I was 11. So I've been playing in Knoxville for six, seven years. Um, went down two, three times a week. Definitely got used to the drive. So. Wow. I give I give my uh, boss a hard time when I have to drive up there once a week. 
Johnson yeah, no, City. I definitely got used to it. It's always me and my dad, or we do carpool sometimes because over the six, seven years, um, I had some team from some friends that live up here that would go down there also. We still have a few, but we would do carpool with them. So just And there's a, a football player, um, Austin Lewis, played up in that area, and then he, he played at Liberty, and now he plays defensive uh, lineman at Tennessee. And he mm-hmm. did the same thing all through high school would drive down to work out specifically at D one just to train on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason why we're super excited to be coming into the tri cities and have a D one training up in that area. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, it's definitely a great opportunity for a lot of people, a lot of kids getting in those great workouts. Cause I know D one is very high level and very competitive. So I definitely getting that like sense of like very competitiveness up here would be, I think it would be great for Johnson city. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of great trainers all over the state. I think what's great about D1 is that have, they have the programming that is kind of tried and true and been passed along from facility to facility. So we've worked with so many like college soccer players, or it could be a seven year old that just has that dream. So I think that'll be, uh, pretty cool to bring that as an opportunity and the, the, the real to real. I'm learning everybody that I mention the real to real to everyone has like some kind of a personal connection to it. Yeah, most definitely. So, so tell me the story about that. Is it just an old movie theater that people have gone to for years? Um, I haven't been in forever. I normally go to the the AMC movie theater. Um, but real real to real was a great place. I did I go I used to go to it when I was little. Um, mm-hmm. but now I just go to the AMC. So. Well, yeah. Well, that's the that's the facility we're we're turning into into the D one. So, what was uh like little little kid Meg? What was soccer like for you then, or did you play any other sports? Um, so I started playing soccer when I was three. Um, I played for my elementary school's team with Parks and Rec. Then I also played for like the Fireballs, um, this team called Storm. Um, so I played a lot of Parks and Rec when I was little. Then I played for the John City Indoor Facility, um, a lot when I was little. So that was, that took up a lot of my time. Then I played for Tri-Cities United, which was FC Dallas. They just switched names, but I played for FC Dallas for four years. That's where I made a lot of my friends. Um, Growing up, who I've played with in high school, so that was that's where I played a lot. And then I also Tri Cities United is not called United anymore. It 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 was called FC Dallas. They switched to Tri Cities United. Got it. But while I was there, it was FC Dallas. Got it. So I kind of refer to it as FC Dallas because that's just what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also played basketball in middle school. Um, that was great. I would have probably I would have loved to continue playing basketball just because it's like there's like it's very close knit. And I mean, you got five people on the court, very aggressive sport, in my opinion. So I really love basketball. Um, if I could play, if I could have continued playing in high school, I would have. But it just didn't really mix into the schedule with traveling for ECNL, high school season, just all of that didn't really work out. Then I also, I threw shot put and discus in high, in, uh, at Liberty Bell, my middle school also, but that wasn't for me. You know, you, you mentioned playing your freshman year and you had those amazing seniors. Uh, I'm curious how much their dedication and their kind of their success maybe rubbed off on you. Like, do you think you had a better path to success because you got to witness their leadership? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. They, they all were very determined people. Um, freshman year, like we were all very close knit. We would all do everything together. Would all have a bunch of sleepovers, go get extra training in all this. Um, when we made it to state, that was very, um, beneficial for all of us um making it that far for it with each other and when we lost that year against Maribel definitely definitely impacted all of us 
But no, playing with them that was amazing. It was amazing. Just seeing how dedicated they were and how much they loved the sport. I still train with them sometimes in the summer when they come back from college. So that's definitely a connection that I'll have for life. This is when regular listeners of the podcast have a little bit of a cringe because uh, they hear me talk about I I uh, went to Maryville and the Maryville girls uh, soccer coach is my best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's intense. Um, I don't claim him while he's actually on the sideline. Uh, he I think he actually dated um, my cousin. Um, uh, Leah, um, Carpenter. Yep. Leah, yeah, yeah. I I know her so well. We graduated together. I gra- all three of us did. Yeah, that's that's my cousin. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I know I know uh, Leah very well. Yeah. Um. So, here's a question for you. What about off ball training? Like when because we specifically focus a lot on like speed, agility, quickness, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, for an athlete like you, is there any training? along the way that you did um for that kind of stuff um so throughout high school we did a lot of like um one mile two mile um half mile beep test that was kind of like our fitness for them so we did a lot of that um i kind of liked transferring into etsu's fitness because our main focus is just like the beep test but um we do a lot we do four minute runs so you run like for four minutes as really as fast as you can rest for three minutes. You do that four times. So I really like that. That's really increased my endurance. And then um, we did a lot of sprints. Um, and then we also do speed and agility. And when we have, when we were lifting weights, we would do speed and agility for that. Um, so that was like a lot of short sprints, getting stretches in, working on our form with running. So that really, that really benefited me as well. I was just curious since you're already getting to be a part of the, the college training process um are there any other like big differences that you see between high school and college with just training competitiveness um i feel like of course there's gonna be competitiveness everywhere you train but i really feel like at etsu it's just like they are there to make a bet like a better form of themselves every single day and that really pushes me to do be better with within myself so that's one thing i've really noticed is that you show up to practice you got to give 110% every single practice to like earn your spot on the team. Of course you got a spot, but like got to earn it. So that's one thing I've really noticed is that I really got to show up to every single practice. And also at ETS, you really focus like mentally, like really like keeping a correct mindset. Like, cause I don't know if like, like a lot of time you like struggle during high school, like getting through like all of that. But like when I hit college, like they really, really focus on like making sure you have the correct mindset and, focusing on like being a better form of yourself. Yeah, definitely. Now, did you pick ETSU mostly just because of the, uh, you know, hometown factor? Um, I would say that definitely had a lot to do with it. Um, I mean, I called my papa and told him that I was staying at ETSU and he cried. He was so happy that I was staying at home, but definitely staying at home, letting my family be able to show up and be there at all the games. Cause at our first game, um, during preseason, it was our alumni game. I think I had like 12 family members show up. So that was definitely, that, that, that definitely was great. Um, but also just the girls at ETSU. I mean, they're just, they already feel like family. I mean, it was great. My visit was amazing. Um, they all made me feel included. Um, we're also, they're all just such, such big supporters of each other. So that was that definitely played a huge factor. And then of course, Matt and Jay, they definitely like put a lot of effort into me. 
which you didn't really, I didn't really feel that, feel that with any of the other coaches. Like they really wanted me really feel like that, that I mattered and like in like what they were planning. So that definitely had a huge role in it as well. Yeah, and it's just kind of a cool story from from their perspective too. I'm sure that you know it's going to help even ticket sales to look at it a little cynically, like mm-hmm. to have a hometown girl you know succeeding uh, yeah. on the field for them. So they're it's going to be uh, you know some they're really going to support. Yeah, because it's uh, also like I'll just be walking like see family friends and like um, they'll just be like, can't wait to see what see you play at ETSU. My old coaches, they've all, I've, I've seen them all the time. They're like, we'll come and watch. So definitely, definitely big supporters around here. So, Who would you say is your favorite uh, player ever? I would say Ibrahimovic. Lots of okay. Ibrahimovic. Um, I just really like the way that he plays. And of course, his messy bun. I mean, he's a striker. Uh, he's really <laughs> creative with the ball. Um, I just really like the way that he plays. So I I've not heard say- that one mentioned before. Yeah, and then I'd say um, female probably Abby Wombach, just because yeah. uh, she's just she's just all around great. So definitely, definitely Abby Wombach. Definitely. So what I need you to do, Meg, teach me something I need to know about Johnson City. So I, I, I live in Knoxville, the Knoxville area, and I come up once um, a week, once every two weeks, as we're um, preparing to open our facility there later this summer. But still, you know, I'm, I've hit up the, the white duck taco, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, what's a, a food spot or entertainment or just something I need to make sure I, I take time to check out while I'm there. Okay. So cafe 111, they have really good pot stickers. If you like pot stickers, um, then you got tiebreakers, which is great for family. Um, that's not like the arcade place that we have now. Um, but they also have bowling and they have ax throwing as well. And then, of course, they got a bar area and they got food as well. Um, but tiebreakers is great. And then label. The label is, is something that I really like. Um, they have really good sushi. And then Southern Craft is really good as well. They have good pork and stuff like that. Got it. Now, what about summertime? You're wanting to go see sporting event. Are you going to see the... Um, Doughboys. The Doughboys, yes. Uh, I think I watched one of their games last year. We've been, uh, of course, that's where Science Hill plays. That's that's their home field for the the um, varsity boys. That's where they play. So I'm there all the time. I watch a bunch of the baseball boys um, games. Yeah, the Doughboys would be good. Um, of course, we had the Otters, but they're not. They're there's no. They're no longer in here anymore. Um, we would watch them a lot. Um, that's really about it. Where sports teams in Johnson City with during the summer. Now, from what I understand, the Otters are just taking a season off. Is mm-hmm. that what you're hearing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I did the I did the announcing for one Knox last year, which was mm-hmm. USL two. And this year, the reason I was asking about eight six five alliance, I'm gonna be doing their games this year. This summer. So uh probably some of your former teammates will be on that. Uh yeah, I think so. And then some some of the girls that are coming to ETSU, I think, are playing. Oh gotcha. Uh, for A65, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. Cool. Well, Meg, one last question I ask everybody. What is your favorite workout exercise? Um, I like riding the bike because that's really good for my knees because I've, I've had a lot of issues with my knees. So my knee surgery in 2019, so riding the bikes really helped like, just keep that form correct. So I like riding the bike. Um, it's also good for cardio. And then, of course, weightlifting. I like weightlifting quite a bit. Um. I'd say benching is one of my favorite, just because I'm stronger in, the, in my arms. Um, 
uh, squats are good. I like squats. And then really anything that's um, body weight or like using dumbbells, I like that as well. So got it, man. You got a, you mentioned the whole, you mentioned the whole workout there. That's great. Yeah. Well, excellent. We're so excited to be open to D1 there. And I, it's an honor to get to talk to you. One of the best Thank players you. ever in the science field history so um it's it's great to connect and i hope we can stay in touch yeah thank you thank you for having me on here all right hey thanks for listening to the episode please go ahead uh subscribe to the podcast give me a rating and a review thank you so much to meg burleson dane davis and as always thanks to mike mcbath music for the song go follow me on instagram at no playbook pod My sport fit, see one is where I'm going, baby, one, I said.